Hey, everybody, before we get started, I really want to tell you about BoxyCharm.com. This is a beauty subscription box, and they send you full-size products. It's so cool. I'm looking at these gorgeous lipsticks and name-brand cosmetics and it, they promise a value of $95 a month or more, but it's got to be more because these things are full-size, high-end cosmetics. And shipping is free, and there's no long-term commitment. So definitely check out BoxyCharm.com. And it's fun. And welcome to MILF Talk, Make Your Life Fabulous. I'm Sophie Venable, psychologist, life coach, mother of two, and author of MILF 101. That's M-Y-L-F. Whether you're married with children, single, divorced, or all of the above, I'm talking to you about life, relationships, and sex, and how to make it all just a little more fabulous. But today, we're going to talk about divorce. Are you in the middle of a divorce? Are you in mediation or did you go for lawyers? Uh, One of my passions is helping moms going through divorce manage the process and be present and emotionally available to their kids. So today, my guest, who has some experience in this, is going to chit chat with me about where to pick your battles, right? Can you believe this intro, Ronnie? This is the intro. This is what I'm famous for is being divorced twice. Let me just say this for the record. Sophie, the first marriage, he got another girl pregnant. I have no judgment about this. I can't, you know, I'm flexible. But you're super cool. (laughs) So So that was the first one, you know. And so that, you know, and I was very young. And we were only married a year. And he was a musician, you know. And I was a flight attendant. I was always out of town. You can write this one off. We can call it an annulment. We will will annul it for you. I never said said you were divorced twice. (laughs) I never, said, I never said that you brought it up. Okay, it the person like, you're listening to right now, let me also, just introduce you and tell people oh, how good you okay, are. Okay, let's do that. Okay, you're t- she's a talented writer, host, apparently divorced twice, and creator of Storyworthy Media, including her podcast right here on Sideshow Network called Storyworthy, which is super fun, but the most important thing you need to know is that she has a book, Pit to LAX, My Storyworthy Life, available on Amazon. You should read it. You'll love it. It's fantastic. Buy it. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Miss Christine Blackburn. <laughs> now listen, when you Yay. did your book, Sophie, yeah. did you do the audiobook as well? Not yet. Okay, I did the audiobook. I actually even did it first is what I wow. did. Yeah, because I I had listened uh, to Mark Maron's audio. Well, I read his book, and then I heard him talk about his audiobook, and he said that when he did the audiobook, it you know, this the book had already been out. And he said, as I said the words, I thought about how I wanted to say it differently, mm. saying it out loud. And he said, So if I would ever do another book, I would do the audiobook first and then kind of write down what I said. In yeah, other words, yeah. Sometimes the way you speak can, can change the way you write. That's yeah, one of the little projects I'm doing right now is I'm doing a little video project on the Dow and I thought I wanted to I wanted that to come out organically that way, yeah. and then I could transcribe, transcribe it, it should exactly. I feel that it is what worthy is of a book. What are you talking about? The Tao Te Ching? The Tao Te Ching? No, it's, no, um, wait. Now we're speaking a different language. I Where know. am okay, I? But I'm not ta- What's happening? Okay. Is it an exercise? No, no, no. It's an ancient spiritual text of 88 verses. I'm so stupid. No, no, you're not <laughs> stupid. No. It, <laughs> 88 it's verses. Okay. A whole other, I'm sorry, 80. One verses. Okay. 81 verses. I'm yeah. jotting it down. Um, yes. We can, we'll chat. 
Wow. Well, the Dow can actually really help you through your divorce. So okay. let's help some ladies okay. with their divorces. Here's the thing with divorce. My experience is that it all <laughs> it all starts with like, why are you getting divorced? Because if you're getting divorced because somebody cheated or somebody lied or somebody stole money from you, or yeah. there's like something that there was a break in the marriage. A the huge di- break of trust. A break right, of trust. Yeah. The, the, the divorce could get really ugly. Yeah. If two people have just come together or one person comes to the table and says, you know, that vow I made eight years ago, well, I've changed my mind. You know, if somebody has a more reasonable conversation Mm -hmm. and can come to terms with, look, this is just not working for me without lying, then I think the divorce has a better success rate. Well, I do think that you have a much better chance of going to mediation instead of a lawyer. Right. Right. Because a mediator isn't a lawyer for you or for him. The, the mediator almost acts as a lawyer for the children. Mm-hmm. You know, they're really looking at what is the in the best interest. But you don't have to have children, children to see a mediator, right. of course. No, 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 of course not. And, and they're looking at what is they're just now looking at how can we quantify, label and divide. Right. Your history, your assets, your yes. debt. And, and that your is manage, where uh, management of children. That is where even in the most amicable agreed upon non-trust breaking divorce, people start to get reactive and scared when they start quantifying your life. One, it's just sad as hell. It It is just depressing to have everything in your life be given a monetary value. Yeah. You know, it's it's really sad. It's really and, sad. Writing you know, down furniture, like writing, yeah, making a list and, of furniture. That, is that so home sad. that you bought together that was your first that, home yeah. and it was so special and, and you've you got a picture of you holding the key and, you and to, now you got to yeah. like, it's terribly you can't sad. saw it in half so you got to like turn it into right. dollars and, oh, and, it's and what just happens awful. in mediation is they put everything up on the whiteboard right yep. so there's or not a whiteboard but like it's poster paper so yep. that they keep that poster paper session after session mm-hmm. and so that you can always go back and see what you guys you know have d- looked at gr- agreed upon you know and so everything's on the table as it were yes so you really have to look at things with a big sharpie marker in front of your face yeah so that part of it's really brutal and it also brutal. is what but it's honest and, and it's truthful. Yeah. And um, and what it creates is a lot of fear. Yeah. I think in that moment when you're sort of looking at weight, every, everybody starts to go into survival mode. Yeah. You know, and so kind of um, crawling your way through this mediation process can be, uh, it can be long and drawn out. Uh, how long has yours taken? Well, you know, we've done really well. Um, we... Well, no, now no. I mean, it's been over three years. Oh, yeah. But 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 we kind of had that. That was of our own doing. You know, we mm-hmm. didn't push it because there was insurance involved and stuff like that. Yeah. And we were amicable enough to decide <laughs> upon, you know, childcare and stuff. We only live a block apart. We don't fight. We're nice. we're friends. We're nice. kind of back to where we were before we got married. So we're fortunate. Uh, but but regarding the actual mediation, we've done maybe a total of eleven hours. Mm. Total mm-hmm. and broken up okay. into like two hours at a time, sometimes just an hour or sometimes three hours. The world's least expensive divorce right. is really and so what, what happens what with mediation. You have. Right. And so <laughs> what we did was we tried one person and we it didn't really work for us. And then we went to this other person and, you know, it was, I think, $300 an hour. Mm-hmm. So at first it seems like a lot of money, $300. But then you get in there and the first thing at least this person did is she put up on the board what it would cost us conservatively to each have our own lawyer and how that would cut into the money we're talking about. There's only a certain amount of money. 
Mm -hmm. There is. And who do you want to have that money? How do you want it distributed? Do you want it to go to this lawyer or this lawyer or this, you know, person who's doing the filing or this person who's, you know, doing the mailing and the scanning or whatever it is? Yeah. All the billable hours. All all the billable hours. hours. Where do you want the money to go? Mm -hmm. Or do you want the money to go to your child or to your individual savings accounts? So once, if you can drag yourself to the first mediation meeting, Mm -hmm. if you and your spouse are thinking about getting divorced or whatever, and even if somebody cheated and somebody lied and you are trying to fight back with everything you have and you're angry and you want to hurt them, if you can possibly get to the first mediation meeting and let them show you the numbers, then you would be a fool to not continue mediation. And the reason that they do that... the reason they do that and then they, they sort of sell you on mediation when you're already in mediation right. is because they want you to understand. They, they kind of want you to be committed. They yeah. want you to be committed to working it out here. Yeah. Because if you're not, if you're not willing to deal with the reality that is put up on that paper right. and work it out like grownups, even if you had bad days, there were many tears in mediation for me. Yeah, for I me mean, too. there were many. There was one point I almost threw myself onto Colorado Boulevard. I had like his assistant came out and prayed over me. I yeah, was yeah. fucking falling yeah, apart. I know. I'd have to mediation, go right? I mean, mediation yeah. can be really, really tough. Brutal. But I still was committed to working it out there because if you then go to a lawyer, you are still starting from scratch right. and there's just all the college fund is going away right and all the money's like going all away the money's you can't going see away. it anymore the thing with mediation is you see it it's like everybody sitting at the kitchen table and going right. over it and it's ugly and it's scary and sad and all those things are mm-hmm. very legitimate however if you let it into somebody else's hands you don't see all that right it's still happening though it's still there and the numbers it. are still there and I think right. that what happens is that you have to get really honest with yourself as to whether or not you've had your head in the sand financially during your marriage. If you have not been deeply in touch with how much your life costs mm-hmm. and how much uh, you make and your spouse makes or whatever, um, and how much equity you have in your home, you should know these things. Yeah. Okay. Because when you, you know, have your head in your head in the sand, la 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 la, and then boom, it splits apart. You might have been living a certain lifestyle where you just assume that there's like a pocket full of cash laying under a mattress somewhere. I don't know anybody somewhere. that lives like that anymore, oh, though. Do uh, you, Sophie? Yes. Yes. And you have to remember, I've talked to women who have been married yeah. 25 years. I see okay? what you're saying. You so see what I'm saying? old school, not I necessarily... Have talked to, yes and no. I've talked to women from probably 35 to 55 who really couldn't tell you how much their bills were. Oh, wow. Yes. It's really common because money is a very difficult issue. It's harder to talk about than sex. Hmm. And let me tell you, when you're going through a divorce, you are going to talk about money. So you better get comfortable with it and you better get knowledgeable about how much it costs you to live. Because one, the court's going to require you to fill out a piece of paper. Okay. And you need to be dealing in reality. You know, before you say, I'm going to take him for everything he's got. You have to remember, if you have children, you are on, you may be on different ends of the boat but you're on the same boat. Right. Okay. And you can sink it with lawyers. You can sink it by. And lawyer will always, they'll always encourage you to do so. They want, if you're not fighting, if you're not in trouble with your divorce, if your divorce is going smoothly, they're making less money. Yes. But there are plenty of lawyers, divorce lawyers out there that will tell you, I would love to close more cases because there's a point at which sitting around people fighting over the CD collection 
<laughs> you know, is like, could we just close this case? Cause I got other things to do. Yeah. So, and you're meanwhile, they know if you they have, have any to, yeah. conscience, conscience yeah. at all, they know that they're basically getting all your kids savings right now. And they, it's very uncomfortable. It's very sad. But if you look at it like, well, look, maybe I'll live 75 years and I can say, there were these two or three years that kind of mm-hmm. sucked and I had to look at this stuff and I didn't want to, but it's worth it if now I can be apart from that person and living my own life. Living and, and, live, and, and I've continuing got, to evolve as a person. I think I have 20 more years, maybe. At least. Maybe. Oh, yeah. You're taking good care. Look we'll at you see. in your little tennis skirt. But I'm 50. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Well, yeah. anyway, so life is short. That's my point. And. <laughs> <laughs> well, life is short, so you know, accept your divorce, embrace your divorce, get to the other side of it. Most I have yet to meet anybody really who's on the other side of their divorce that regrets it. Yeah. Well, change because is ultimately good. It's just hard to go through. Yes. But ultimately change is good. You don't want to have to convince somebody to stay in relationship with you. Right. And once you get past the many levels of grief whether it's the the paradigm of happily ever after that you've lost or or the home that you really loved that now you can't you can't the the the, the big house if you have one gets divided into two little houses or the right. little house gets divided into two apartments you know we it, saw, we had to sell the little house you got to sell the little house right <laughs> and then you and that and that was maybe precious to you it, it, it yeah, represented I mourn, a lot I mourn a you house mourn I ha- yeah I do the house right and, and there's like a million of those things that you end up mourning and, and then you do have to acquiesce you know like yes. in this mediation that I'm currently going through we're almost wrapped up uh, but I've had to acquiesce and and, and it pisses me off man mm-hmm. and I have to swallow it but it's worth it I know it's worth so it so why is it worth it so how do you yeah how angry. do you decide which battles well, to because pick? It, it, in this case it's a property that we own together mm-hmm. in Las Vegas and mm. I don't know if you've heard but it's not a good place to own property no, right now sadly no <laughs> and our property is way <laughs> underwater and somebody had to take the fall mm-hmm. do we ruin both of our credits or do one of us get you know <sighs> well we're not ruining it we're no, not no, ruining I get it, it but, but the you point have is, the, is yeah, now it's my responsibility yeah so if in fact someday I would have to foreclose or short sale or anything like that it is mm-hmm. my it's hit on you so i i'm taking that hit uh. and that's making me incredibly sick to my stomach so i'm mm. not thrilled about that but i know that at the end of the day i truly believe he doesn't he's not trying to screw me over and i know i'm not trying to screw him over so i just feel like i'm going to swallow this one and uh you know he owes me no, I'm <laughs> no, but I feel. Uh, but that is, and that is the false. Uh, that's the well, illusion that you think anybody is ever going to like turn around and thank you. No, but we luckily he and I. I mean, I'm fortunate that we have a good relationship, yeah. and uh, I have a great relationship with my ex at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah. your ex. And, He's a good guy. Yeah, and mediation uh, was brutal at times. It brutal is. at times, and but the fact that we were able to work it out and that we were able to go through that, you know, financial stuff still comes up. That's it, the thing. You're never going to stop talking about this so yeah. uh, you know little jimmy wants to play soccer or go to college you know right. or there's you know uh three hundred dollars a month on uh you know cheerleading camp or what i don't know right no my daughter's have tennis these camp is coming up and here we've got another 625 needs it because somebody needs go. to come up with 625 but and you have it, to have a way to talk about right. that and it says a lot about a person to get through mediation i think because if they're if you're full of anger and you hate that other person and constantly speak bad of them then then i i beg the question what was your judgment to begin with to fall in love with an asshole that it sounds like that person is. You, you have to I mean? own your choice. You, you have, have to yeah. own who you married. You have to own that choice. Yeah. And you cannot expect the dance that you do during your divorce to be any better or less frustrating right. 
or really different than the dance you were doing when you were married? Yeah, there's a reason why you're getting divorced. There's a reason. If you could reasonably agree without a mediator, you probably wouldn't be getting divorced. Yeah. Right. So look, if you guys are, if anybody out there has a lawyer right now and you're fighting and things are getting bad and emails are getting slung back and forth and there's a lot of, you know, questioning and mystery and what's going on, try to consider going to a mediator. Yeah. You know, Google a mediator and your zip code or whatever. And just if you could possibly even get to one meeting with your ex or with your, mm-hmm. you know, the other person in, in the relationship, if you can possibly even get to one meeting, you'll be better for it. I would agree. They'll explain. Uh, uh, yeah, it just comes down <laughs> to the, money. Let them explain. Let it them does. Explain it comes it. down. It's it just, just money. comes down to money. Yeah, it's yeah. nothing more. And there are things. Um, there's also something out there called cooperative divorce groups, mm-hmm. and they have a an accountant, mediators or lawyers, accountants, lawyers, and therapists. Mm. Right, and it's um, uh, it's like a triage. Co- yes, <laughs> it is, and it's called cooperative divorce. And but when you come into that you agree to not go to court. Yeah. That is the spirit of it, is we're not going to court. That's great. We're going to work this out. You got, and a divorce accountant can be your best friend and save you a lot of money. Yeah. Because Hmm. they do things like that. They just run the numbers. It's like, in fact, we still go sometimes. You know, we sit down and we we look at the numbers and it's just like, she's super straightforward and helps you just work it out. These mediators, yeah, they're not involved personally. They don't really care about- They don't care if you cheated or if he didn't (laughs) change diapers or whatever. Nobody gives a shit. It's just about numbers. And I'll tell you who cares even less about all that stuff. Your friends. Well- (laughs) Your family, your mother. <laughs> I'm just thinking of all the phone calls, you know, of all the like bending the ears of the friends because we all do it. You know, who cares even less is uh, a family court judge. Mm. Spend a day. Well, don't. But I have spent a day in family court. I see. Watching the cases go by. I see. Right. And the judges. And are all just of like... these things that you are holding on to that he was, you know, he didn't change any diapers or he, you know, started dating his trainer or, you know, she was a drinker or this is right. or I had to clean up her bar. Like, None they, of it matters. They do not yeah. care. Yeah. They can't care. They can't. That's care. not how the law works. Right. They care only when it comes to the safety of your children and whether or not that person can watch your child. But let me tell you, that's very difficult to prove. Yeah, it's not so personal. None of this it's is personal. It's not personal, exactly. Right. And when it you get into personal, court- personal, but it's not. You know, people, they get all like worked up and they get ready to go to court and they're like, the you know, judge is totally gonna be on my side. And then literally 90 seconds later, the judge has made their decision. Yeah. And it's based on black and white. Yeah. Okay. And I'm not saying it's always right. Yeah, it doesn't okay? have to do with feelings. But it has nothing to do. So, so your feelings, the fact that you're in this divorce, your grief, all of those things, that's your responsibility to manage. And then the greatest gift that you can give to your children is that you can commit to moving through it, to moving through it right. and owning you know, your decisions then and you your can choices. Get on to the next phase exactly. in your life. Exactly. Then you can work that out as peacefully as possible. You know, you can't control other people, but you can control yourself. And that's going to help you be more present for your children. See that? Make your life fabulous. Make it Go fabulous. Go to mediation. I will, I will come over there and I will cut you. <laughs> well, <laughs> I didn't know we were going to digress to violence. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, tell us how we can uh, find you and find uh, your book. You know what? It's super inspiring. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate that. Storyworthy, uh, storyworthymedia.com. That's where you can find me. Storyworthymedia.com. Uh, you can see the podcast there and also the game show and the publishing and a consulting business I have for social media. So there you go. Because Christine is a mogul. I'm a mogul. I'm a yes. little mini mogul. She's I'm a just, little mini mogul. I'm just going to do it all. Yes. You can find me on Facebook at Sophie Venable and tweet me at Sophie underscore Venable. Mm. Some girl took my name. Um, if you're on iTunes or SoundCloud right now, please click subscribe because that would really help me. Be sure to download your free goal setting workbook from my website, makeyourlifefabulous.com. And my book, MILF 101, is available on Amazon and barnesandnoble.com. So thank you again, Christine, for thank being you here. Thank you so much. It was super such fun. A, such a blast. And thank you all for listening. Okay, we have to wrap things up here. I'd like to take a minute to thank everybody here at Sideshow Network. And this is Sophie Venable reminding you to make your life fabulous. Fabulous.